Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. exhibition but that means we're really really on the cusp of some serious april baseball and to help me preview the al central as always i am joined by armando angulo armando how's it going it's going well man the dodgers angels had this slobber knocker yesterday 13 13 and it was you know fantastic i'm ready i'm ready man have you ever sat and watched like all nine innings of a spring training game intently I have, especially when I was younger and I had the time to. I, I did, and uh, I mean it's enjoyable. I mean it is what it is, but I mean now now that I'm older, it's just it just excites me. Like I like to see the young guys. I like to see the old guys that don't really have a chance and that surprise people. I just like to see spring training as a whole. It's it's a good little you know spectacle in itself. Yeah, I I, I do too. I just I watch you know I'll watch a few innings of a game here and there. I typically watch towards the end of games. I want to see a lot of the. Uh the non-roster invitees. I think that's more fun. Guys who are playing for their baseball lives. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They always show that uh, extra little bit of hunger, and it's good to see. Yeah, and going to spring training is fun. I've done it once, and it was great. It was not Mets spring training. It was a Giants-A spring training game in Scottsdale, I think, around like 1990, and Jose Canseco would not sign an autograph for me. (laughs) <laughs> typical bastard yeah jose canseco is a he's a real piece of work but we uh, we're, we're working off of a limited time frame tonight so let's let's hop into the american league central as always uh or as always as last week the the process or just things where each of us are going to answer are our reason to hope our reason for despair our player to watch and then our projected win total for each of the teams, unlike last week where we started at first place with the AL East, we're going to start in last place with the Detroit Tigers. So Armando, what do you think of this team? I mean, the Tigers, I think we've discussed this in past pods and recent pods, really how, you know, 
it's really a crapshoot with the Tigers. We're not expecting much from them. They can surprise you because they have some players that are talented, but they really have to have career years. I think we've had this discussion. They like to blow money. We've seen that too. Uh, but they're getting older, and their window uh, of opportunity has seemed to come shut. I mean, last year we saw them fucking plummet to 74 wins only, 80, 80, 80, 87, 87. Uh, it's tough for them. If, if you look at their roster, dude, like it's not anything that really stands out. They have uh, names like Miggy Cabrera. Yeah, he's really good. He's still Miggy, you know, but he's getting up there in age. And then there's, you know, there's Verlander, but Verlander's not Verlander of old. They signed Zimmerman, but he's not really exactly somebody who's going to, you know, be lights out and really shock the world. They also signed Jared Saltalamachia. You know, that's, is that an upgrade on Alex Avila? I don't don't know. I don't think so. So, I mean, they have some pieces, but ultimately I think it's really a thin, depleted shell of what it was even just a few years ago, man. Yeah, I just see a team here that's going to they're, – they're playing baseball in a manner that would have won in 2008 where they you're going to see a lot of home runs. You're going to see the – bull, the bullpen's decent. The rotation's got some iffy spots. They did sign K-Rod to close for them, who is you – know, K-Rod's a crapshoot. But I, I, I like the team. I, I like the team as far as hitting for power goes. I don't like – I like the bullpen. I don't like the defense and I don't like the rotation. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue with any of that, man. Um, but, but I mean, if you had to pick one reason to hope or be hopeful for, for the Tigers season being a positive, what, what, what would you highlight or what player or, or what, you know, department on this team would you really highlight as your, your, your department of hope for them? The outfield. I like I like the combination of Martinez and Upton in the corners. There's a lot of home runs coming from there. And then if they can get either Anthony Goes or Cameron Maven, who I think they're playing to platoon in center, if they can get anything out of those two guys, and realistically what you're going to hope for there is some top-of-the-order speed and a good enough defense to cover up for the fact that J.D. Martinez is not a good defender, then you know they'll be on to something. The, the, of these three, the player to watch is Upton and to see – uh, this is a guy who finally got his big deal. How does he respond to it? Is he going to be able to? Now he's he's lucky in that he's not going to be asked to carry the team because Cabrera is there, but he's got to be a big contributor. No, absolutely, man. I definitely agree with that. And I think for me, I think the department is power. That's what I'm hopeful because, like you said earlier, they can go deep. They can hit the long ball up in Cabrera, um, Martinez, maybe, uh, you know, J.D. Martinez, maybe Victor Martinez even has a good year uh, power-wise and a comeback year. So I think they can hit the long ball. That's a reason to be optimistic. You can get 20 home runs out of Ian Kinsler, potentially. Absolutely, right, exactly. Even Jared Saltalamaki could give you 20. If you, you know, it's just that type of, uh, these guys have to have good seasons, but if they do, then they can really be exciting and contend. It's just one of those things where relying on the long ball we've seen is a very, you know, risky tactic. I wonder if Major League Baseball charges extra money if you're going to buy a customized like Jared Saltalamachia jersey just for the amount of letters in his last name. I, I would I would assume you'd, you'd have to. I think there's a limit of like 13 and then after that you're paying extra. Yeah, because that's more than 13. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a million and six. Yeah. You know, there's another player on this team I really like is Jose Iglesias. Good defensive shortstop. Just... You know, a solid player. I think he would help a lot of teams just because how sure, just because of the fact that he's sure-handed and he doesn't kill you with a bat. No, I, I, it's hard to disagree with that. Jose Iglesias has proven to be, you know, when healthy, a, a good piece and contributor to that team. Uh, 
so is is that your player to watch? Is that your player to watch? You think? I think he is. I think he is. It's either him or Annabelle Sanchez because the question with the Glacius is can he take the next step forward and you know be a three hundred hitter and potentially maybe you know be a, a leadoff or a two hole hitter or with Annabelle Sanchez. The reason I just want to watch him is like, are you finished? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm gonna say he's finished. I think I think personally he's finished. Um, my player to watch though is Victor Martinez. I want to see how much he has left of the tank. I want to see if he can finally get healthy. And then I'm not expecting huge gaudy power numbers, but I, you know he's always been a good hitter. He's always had a good eye. He's he makes solid contacts and can hit for average. And if he can go back to being a good average hitter, then I think Victor Martinez is gonna be a tremendous asset for this team. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. So basically, there are players to watch, and both of these is a guy who it's questionable as to whether or not they're finished yet. So, I I mean, we've alluded to it, but is the reason it is fair just the fact that these guys are old? Yeah, the window is is just if it, if it's not shut, this is pretty much it. I would say, you know what I mean? It's, they don't have much left in the tank. They don't have anything to really they don't even have youth to look forward to like you said they're just too old they don't have anything it's really sad and if they have one or two injuries you know it's over for this team uh, yeah I, I i cannot agree more how many wins you got them at i probably have them less than last year and i'm gonna have an even 70 for these guys i have them at more than 70 just because of the fact that i think that there's a little bit of parity in this division but i got them at 77 Oh, I don't, I don't, I, they're they're not my last place team in the division. Oh no, they're definitely the last place team for me. Yeah, I, they're I, not. They're, they're not. I have I have them at fourth. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't fancy them whatsoever. So okay, well, let's talk about. Oh, let's now move on to who ended up in fourth last season, and that was uh, the Chicago White Sox. What are your thoughts on the White Sox in general, man? And uh, are you excited for this team? Not excited for this team? And uh, what are you most looking forward to here? I go up and down on them. Uh, I just I don't trust certain aspects of this team just you know they signed a player to play center field at the last minute in austin jackson the outfield is a goddamn horror show the milk man who's inconsistent when he's not on steroids which he's not allowed to take anymore adam eaton inconsistent player always hurt avisel garcia not particularly good austin jackson probably the best of a bad bunch and then a bunch of other guys who I haven't heard of. But they do have a guy in their roster. His name is J.B. Shuck, which I think has got to go in the Major League Baseball name team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like you said, man, their outfield really isn't that impressive. They, they, they got Adam LaRoche, who's a strikeout, hit or miss. He has a good year. He has three bad years. Uh, we look at this infield, and it's, you know, Brett Lowry's an addition. It's, it's it's a good addition, but he's also an inconsistent player. We know what Jose Abreu is going to give you, you know, MVP caliber player when he's on. Um, I, I, you know, I think one place where I like an improvement or I see an improvement a little bit is Alex Avila and Deanna Navarro getting a, some platoon time and getting just being able to stay healthy at the catcher department is really going to help this team. Uh, you know, I, I'm a little probably a little higher on you on them than you are, I think. Uh, and I mean, they have Chris Sale, Chris Sale's power arm. He, he's a great pitcher. I don't know. I, I, I'm i pretty optimistic about the White Sox. Well, there's also the move to get Todd Frazier, who's, you know, Fra- Frazier's a weird player because he's got a ton of power and will go one half a season raging, one half a season frigid. 
Yeah, I mean, but, but if they can, you know, navigate the season and then he gets hot at the right time, you know how the game works. If you get hot at the right time, that's all that really matters, man. And then and he, the, the, that's the thing. Like you said, he's streaky, and I think this team is going to be streaky in general. Yeah, plus there's always the question of the White Sox. It's kind of fun for me to ask myself, which is, how is John Danks still on a major league roster? <laughs> yeah, he, if, there's, if there's a guy who, you know, screams just, I am as average as it comes, or, you know, in the parlance of English people, bang average, it's him. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing too fancy, you know. It, it, it's not even consistently good. It's not even, cons- it's, it's just consistently meh. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So who's your player to watch on this team? My player to watch on this team is that guy who you mentioned earlier, and that's Todd Frazier. Because I think they're only going to get as far as Todd Frazier's back can get them. And I think if he has another season like he did uh, last year, where he impressed a lot, you know, home and derby champ and, and whatnot, I think uh, he can he can really help Jose Abreu relieve some of the pressure offensively on this team, and they can maybe, you know, get a little bit momentum going forward. Uh, I don't think, I don't expect them to even make the playoffs, obviously, but I do expect them to improve on last year just a bit. Well, that's fair. Uh, my player to watch is Carlos Rodon. I want to see if he can develop into that number two starter that this team needs next to Chris Sale. Yeah, that's fair. I think this rotation is going to be interesting in in general. You know, Matt Latos, there's a few question marks, I think, that uh, they really have to prove themselves this year, and and it's going to be interesting watch. Matt Latos is a human question mark. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think... No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just... He actually physically could look like a question mark if I... (laughs) Oh, man, I don't disagree with you whatsoever. Yeah, so how, how many wins you got them at? Oh, man, I probably have them at, uh, let's say they won 76 last year. I, I got them at a cool 81. I'll give them 81 wins this year. 78. I have them a game better than I have Detroit. Okay. I, I, yeah. It's hard to argue with that. That's fair enough. We're, we're pretty close on both these predictions so far still. Yeah. All right. Who finished in third in this division last year? The, the Indians. Cleveland Indians. Yeah, I mean, for me, the Indians, they have a lot to prove. They, they, they had, you know, they made the playoffs a couple years ago, and, and they looked to be on the right trajectory. They got off to a sputtering start. They weren't exactly where they, 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 they expected to be, but they do have some pieces that I like. You know, Francisco Lindor is a player that I like. Uh, Jan Gomes is, is a catcher that I, I feel is impressive, but he can improve, and I think if he can have a breakout year or, or show himself to be a little bit better than what he's shown and, and more consistent, that can be somebody that can really help this squad. Uh, you know, and then you have pitchers like Kluber, you have Trevor Bauer, you have Danny guys. Salazar's a very, Danny Salazar's got a live arm. Yes. This, I mean, this, this team's got pitching in droves. Yes. It's, it's got really good. It might be the second best staff in baseball. Yeah, I, it's hard to argue with that. They just, if they can stay healthy and be consistent and get, you know, good run support, decent enough run support, the, you know, the Cleveland Indians have a real chance of contending in this division, I think, this year. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Plus, also, I just want to give a shout-out to Cleveland Indians pitcher Dylan Baker. <laughs> yeah, our good friend Dylan. Yeah, they actually have a pitcher named Dylan Baker. But I, 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 lo- I love that front four that they can throw up there of Kluber, ba- uh, Kluber Carrasco, Bauer, and Salazar. I mean, that's and, – and they've got guys who can get them cheap innings, too. Zach McAllister and Cody Allen were really valuable for this team last year. 
Yeah, I neither mean, of them are spectacular, but they're valuable. Right at that point, you, you know, if you get solid contribution from your one through four starters, the fifth starter, even if you have the rotational piece, they give you good innings. They they're innings eaters. That's all you really need. You know what I mean? And then then you know, if you get into the playoffs, you shorten your rotation up anyway. I think. It's just a matter of getting there and getting consistent performances. And if that's the case, then even in the playoffs, if they get there, the Indians are, are contenders in, in all reality. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm high on this team. They've just got a lot of good position players, too, like Jan Gomes, like Jason Kipnis, like Francisco Lindor, like Carlos Santana, like Michael Brantley. The outfield's a little – I mean, the outfield's a little iffy outside Brantley, but all they really need are guys – I mean, Reggie Davis uh, – journeyman outfielder who's been valuable for some teams well you know, this this team's got some talent yeah yeah i mean and also if, if carlos santana can really stay hot mike napoli can contribute in a really positive way if he, if he can turn it around and really have a better year than he did last year then they could really contend i mean they don't they don't have that many holes like like you see in a lot of other lineups. You know they can catch the ball. That that that's the most important part I think in contending, especially in a division like this where every year we seem to see surprise teams and we seem to see teams that drop out of nowhere. And and the only consistent that we've seen in the last couple of years is the Royals. To be honest, yeah, that's a hundred percent agreed. Uh, who's your player to watch on this team? Um, my player to watch is Francisco Lindor. I mean, he's the, probably the most exciting player on this team. Uh, he's, you know, a young man that really has a really high ceiling, and I, I think this is the year that he really breaks out and, and becomes a star, possible potential all-star right there. Absolutely. But it, it's going to be an interesting battle to see who's the starting, starting shortstop in the uh... – American League between him and Correa for the next 10 years. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of that Jeter, uh, you know, Garcia Parra, A-Rod back when they were all young. And it's good. It's good to see that. It's good to see that kind of competitiveness for, the, for you know, the shortstop position in the All-Star game. And I just want to give a shout out to, to my man Juan Uribe. I really hope he contributes, man. I love Juan Uribe. I love Juan Uribe. Big contributor for the Mets down the stretch last yeah, year. So, yeah. you know. A lovable guy, too, in the locker room from, from every team that you hear. He just seems to be, you know, a, a positive influence on, on, on ball clubs. So it can only help have a Juan Uribe for sure for this side. Apparently, in the Mets clubhouse in September, uh, there was a football game on, and Juan Uribe demanded David Wright turn it off, saying, I don't watch this shit. I only watch baseball. God bless him. Yeah. I do like football, though. But yeah, well, I yeah, prefer baseball. But I can't, I can't be mad at a man with that much passion. Love the game. My pl- my player to watch on this team is Carlos Carrasco. I want to see if he can take that next step forward towards being a Cy Young pitcher. Peripherals were great last year. He got screwed by his defense. It's really what happened to him last year. The FIP and ERA were way out of line. Yeah, man. If they, like like I said, this staff, like we both said, this staff is really really good, and he's going to be another key or another key contributor to that. And he can really have a breakout year if he gets the help he needs. I mean, a lot of a lot of peripherals, like you said, a lot of things depend on his his team. And and if they can improve on catching the ball a little bit, and they can score some runs for him, then he's he's a potential. Like you said, can get his name into that running and, and get some votes for the Cy Young. Yeah, absolutely. I just I I really like him. How many wins you got this team at? 92 wins. I got them improving from last year, man. I got them at 93. So oh, we're well, pretty there much you in go. line there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's just an exciting team. And they, I think, you know, last year was, was 
a bad year for them, and then they were still above 500. They can only improve. We've seen them two years prior be really good team and their pitching staff. They're just really exciting. I think we agree on that for sure. Yeah. So, moving on to uh, Minnesota, where the people are extremely nice. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Can't, can't be mad at the Twins, man. Uh, I don't know, man. What are your thoughts on the Twins? I'll let you go first. Oh, I, I think they're going to be awful. Really? I think this is. I think this is. I think this is going to be a very bad baseball team. So I'm assuming this is your last. Your last place. Oh, team. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't see who. I, I don't see them pitching particularly well. I don't see anybody in the lineup who seems like they can hit outside Sano. So yeah, I'm, I'm not high on them. For me, this is a year within which they should just get young players' experience. Their pitchers don't strike it. Don't miss bats. And their hitters don't hit the ball. Are Bad you, combination. Are you telling me that Ricky Nolasco, Irvin Santana, and Phil Hughes don't strike fear into your heart? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, throw in Kyle Gibson, another guy who, you know, these guys, these guys' K rates are lower than my, than my college GPA. Wait, <laughs> even if I got good grades in college, can't be that high. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. All right, man. Who's your player to watch? Sano, just because I want to see if he can win the AL home run title. All right, that's it. That, that's it. That's I mean, Sano and Buxton, right? Young players developing, but Sano, I want to see if he can hit the if he can win the uh, home run title. He's, mean, he's got a shot. I'll tell you that much. What about Byung Ho yeah. Park? He seems I mean, to have some pop, from what I hear. I mean, I haven't seen shit, right? But I'm yeah, not going to pretend. It. I'm not going to pretend like I know some shit. But the the Korean league and the Japanese league, like the power numbers in those leagues, are so different. Yeah, Kaz Matsui hit 25 home runs in the Japanese league one year. It comes to the, like, he's <laughs> yeah. a, a five home run a year guy in the majors. I love that that's the motherfucker that you picked out was Kaz Matsui. Still sore. Well, it's, You're it's, still mad. Oh, You're still mad. I was, I was so optimistic after his first at bat. He homered in his first <laughs> major league at bat. Kaz Matsui had this habit of homering on opening day to raise your expectations just so he could crush them with his mediocrity. <laughs> yeah, I remember it vividly, man. It's so funny, though. Oh, all right. Oh, they paid so much money for him, and his hair was so oh. blonde. <laughs> it had to match those gloves, bro. It had to match uh. the gloves. You know it. All right, my my player to watch is Joe Mauer. What does Joe have left? You know, I mean, first baseman now uh, – it's kind of boring. It's kind of disappointing to see what Joe Maurer never became. It's not even to say what he's become because he never became anything, to be quite honest, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, he had that one MVP year, but the problem for him was outside that year, he never put up power numbers. Yeah, and the expectation on him was so immense, dude. It was, like, ridiculous, and he was a hometown kid, and it was supposed to be this, that, and the third, and I, I can't even remember how many times Joe Maurer made the playoffs, you know what I mean? I think once or twice. I think that's it. And that's a shame. And they, they invested a lot of money. They're banking on the guy. I mean, he, he seems like a good dude and he works hard or whatever, but whatever, man. It doesn't impress me that much. Another player that I like, though, is Kurt Suzuki, uh, Cal State Fullerton guy. He was really impressive then. I, I followed his career throughout. He's been kind of a journeyman. He's never really been able to settle, but he's, he's a player that consistently contributes wherever he's at. So I think he's going to be a, you know, a good contributor for this team, too. Well, that's the thing. This team has a bunch of guys where it's they're, they're banking so much and so much streakiness like Brian Dozier, streaky player, Trevor Pluff, streaky player, Danny Santana, streaky player. It, it's I, I just don't buy that all of them are going to have good seasons at the same time, which is why I have the penciled in at 72 wins. Oh, OK. I mean, we're close. We're close. I got 74 wins. 
Yeah, I just don't think they're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we agree on that. They, like yeah. you said, they can't they can't miss bats, and they and they they don't you know put the bat on the ball enough. So that's a problem. The legend of Phil Hughes. <laughs> yeah, those Yankee fans never never really got anything out of that. Not enough juice out of that lemon. You're listening to the Anfield Index Podcast Channel. Going, going on to the team that ruined my late October and early November, the Kansas City Royals. I mean, what is there to say about Kansas City, man? Are they the best team in baseball? I mean, would you say that? Uh, I would say that going into this year, just because I think the pitching has changed too much. Um, I mean, go, the team that went into the playoffs had Johnny Cueto. This team has Ian Kennedy. Yeah, I mean that that, that that's a valid point. But the bullpen was still solid. They still have those power arms. Still, very, it's still very very solid. They managed to keep the core together. They're a really good team. But you get, but sometimes you also have to wonder: two long playoff runs. You know, it, are are they going to be there? Are they going to be there again? Is the motivation going to be the same? Is the hunger going to be the same? No, that's a good question. And then, I mean, it, it really depends now. Like you said, Cueto's not there. Jordano Ventura's going to have to get more consistent. Edison Volquez is going to have to step his game up. Everybody's going to have to step their game up a little bit. And, yeah, there are some question marks in that regard. But I still think it's probably the best team in baseball. Uh, it's kind of hard to argue that. I wish I could say, you know, the Dodgers, uh, the Di- the Giants have a good team. There, there's some good teams out there, but I think the, 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 the Royals are probably the best team for me. They're, I think they're one of the three best. I just don't know that I'd say that they're the best at this exact moment. Oh, but, you and your grudges. No, I, I think it's I, – I think, I think the best team in baseball is currently configured to the Chicago Cubs. But Yeah, okay. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that whatsoever. And then I think, and then I think, and I think the second best team is probably the, the Mets or the Royals. But uh, He, sa- he yep. said the Mets. <laughs> and you know what? For once, I'm actually justified in saying it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, don't tell Buster Olney, though. Fucking asshole. Buster Olney can go blow. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, man. Uh, a player that, that, that who, who's the player to watch the most here? I mean, we don't really have to talk about this side that much. We everybody, it's it's you know, it's been proven out there. Everybody knows what the formula is. But who's the player to watch? Uh, I guess Eric Hosmer. Oh God! How God? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. So hateable. I can't stand it. He's Cuban. Is that why? It's because he's Cuban? No, I got nothing against Cuban people. I love Cuban people. Best friends. My best friend's Cuban. Oh, I'm just messing, dude. Yeah. No, I just don't like him. Yeah, he just has this look on his face. Him and Moustakis just constantly have this look on on their face that, like, if they were not playing baseball, they'd be, you know, selling... You know, the foot long, like those yard long drinks at a rave in Miami. Yeah, man. They're just, you know, have, they, they, I'm, sure, I'm sure they have monster trucks and, you know, yes. listen to Insane Clown Posse. All that jazz. Dude, ins- don't, don't knock the clown. <laughs> Stop it. I can't Stop even it. carry that joke on. I can't carry that joke on. I, I, I don't think I've listened to a full Insane Clown Posse song. Ever. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not into methamphetamine. <laughs> Oh, man, we're way off the rails. Oh, very much off the rails. Oh, player to watch for me, Raul Mondesi, just because I love his dad ever so much. Understandable. Long-time Dodger great. Yeah. Probably the single greatest arm I've ever seen. Yeah, he had a tattoo of a cannon on it. I remember as a kid being like, yeah, that makes sense. Why wouldn't he? It's That's kind of meta. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Oh, it's so good. But yeah, but I'm hoping this kid really has a good career, and I think uh, hopefully he can contribute to this side. He's probably, you know, top 100 prospect in the bigs, and, it, you know, it's good to see. It's As I get older, it's interesting and, and good to see, like, the second generation of players that I saw now that we're getting older. It's it's weird. It's kind of, like, surreal, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was uh, the Mets had Francisco Pena for a while back. They have Lee Mazzilli's kid now. Yeah, yeah, it's and crazy. It's, it's always funny, like, the baseball lifers, because – out of every 10 of them, one works out to be as good or better than their father, and the other nine are brutal disappointments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's it's, it's probably got to be tough to live up to some of these names, but but nonetheless, I mean, it, it, you know, it, 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 I, I don't envy these kids in having to live up to some of these names, like we said. Like, you know, Scott Van Slyke and his dad, he's never going to be, you know, Andy. It's not going to be that way. You know what though, Andy Vance like did his father did his son solid there by not naming him Andy Vance like Jr. Like Tony Gwynn Jr. has no shot. No, no, no. He never did. Greatest, he never did. Yeah, your father's the greatest like hitter of his generation, and you're not. Yeah, or you're not even close. Yeah, you know, you're a quadruple A player. That's exactly what it is. It's a shame, man. So, how many wins you got for the Royals, brother? Ninety-five. Ninety-five. I'm going with one hundred and one. Ooh. Yeah, I got him doing I, it. Yeah, I just 101 wins. That's a yeah. that's a great. I just I I just don't see it with the starting pitching and the fact that I think that their real thing is going to be just not so much care about being as dominant in the regular season as just get to the playoffs and, and complacency. Use their form. Use yeah. Use their formula to get there. But I don't see how any any team in this division stops. Yeah. Them. No. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I could see that too. But I, I just yeah. see them, you know, dominating the division and, and just being consistent from start, start to finish. I think they have it in them. But like you said, it's a matter of complacency and do they need to, you know, exert all that energy when they already have the formula. You're very right. Yeah. So going on to our next topic, uh, Joe Connors, one of the few people probably listening to this, has asked us to, to provide our top five both hit offensive players and – or just hitters and because uh, – Offense could entail base running, depending upon your loose loose definition of base running. Top five hitters and pitchers of all time. Now, Armando, I don't know if you have the same opinion on this as this, but I find it very difficult to sometimes comment on baseball that I haven't seen. Yeah. Especially especially because it's tough to compare generations. So I'm just going to stick with within my lifetime just because uh, it's easier for me and my opinion is a bit smarter on it. For sure, man. And you know what? I'll make it even more interesting. We don't even have to make it, um, let's say, a whole career. We can just make it in their prime the best player you've, I mean, the best five hitters you've seen. Cool? Yeah, and I'm not even going to do it in any particular way. No, I don't, I'm not going to give it to you either. Obviously, Joe, thank you for the question, but we're not that well prepared. Yeah, not really. We, we, we both got had very busy days at work. Yeah, it's real life. <laughs> All right, dude. Plus, you know. Yeah, plus United and Liverpool. Oh, yeah, that happened today. Up the Reds. Everybody knows it. Yeah. So uh, my five hitters, I was thinking about it, and I was kind of thinking in the same manner you did. Uh, the first one I could, the first one I'm going to name, and we could discuss it briefly if you want, Albert Bell. Oh, oh, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. Go ahead. You Go ahead. You couldn't, you, couldn't pitch, you couldn't pitch to Albert Bell during his prime in both Cleveland in Cleveland. Couldn't pitch him. Couldn't pitch him in Baltimore. He'd hit everything really far. And he has the greatest comment possible. When someone accused him of having a cork bat, flexed, pointed his bicep and said, you want to see my cork? Right here. Oh, that's fantastic. 
Oh, Albert Bell, that brought back so many memories. He's, you know, for me, he's somebody that's off-forgotten, like off-overlooked. He's not one of the biggest names of that, that era, but that's a really good shout, man. He also made Barry Bonds look nice. Yeah, that's true, and not many people can really do that walking this earth, you know what I mean? Um, another, another, the other, the next one, Manny Ramirez. Yeah, don't really think we need to get into that very much. Manny was just frightening. Manny's Manny. Yes, yes. Uh, I have a right. I mean, my, my right-handed power-hitting bias is going to come through. My next one, also Miguel Cabrera. Can't be mad at that either. Yeah, can't pitch, couldn't pitch him. Not really much we need to say about that. Then the other two are. One of them's Kirby Puckett. Oh, big Kirby! I love that pick too, man. Your list is so much better than mine, probably. But I like this. Go ahead. Kirby Puckett was was an unstoppable hitter, carried his team to two titles. You know, just couldn't pitch to him. And the only thing for him is just that his prime was shortened by the fact that his eyes were a mess. That's exactly it. Kirby Puckett, um, for all uh, stocky men everywhere, was the embodiment of phenomenalness. Love Kirby Puckett, man. And then I'm going to go with Wade Boggs just because of the fact that I do need one left-handed spray hitter who can put everything every place and he could do that and just his career excellence was so amazing for such a long period of time between tampa new york and boston plus 64 miller lights in a single day that's impressive incredibly impressive yeah now like i was tempted to you know go with guys like bonds or griffey or a rod but we've spoken about them enough. Yeah, I, I actually did what you did. I avoided I avoided them for the most part, too. I think for me, uh, Gary Sheffield is one of them. Fastest bat I've ever because seen. Because Gary Sheffield, whether it was in Florida, whether it was his time in San Diego, uh, that before my time for sure, but what, the tape I've seen, his time in, you know, his time in, with the Dodgers and, and the Mets. Gary Sheffield was... You're, you're forgetting the fact that he was a great Yankee, no, and I love him for that. No, no, I, we could... Also a great, also a great brain. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Uh, we could do that. Yeah. But, you know, Gary Sheffield was, was, in his prime, was really... You didn't want to see Gary Sheffield. He was going to come in. He was dangerous. Uh, my favorite part about Gary Sheffield at bats is, is the third base coach all the way in foul territory, almost where the ball boy is by the tarp, because Gary getting around on that uh, inside pitch was always scary. And, and, and uh, that, that's probably one of my five hitters. Uh, I also had Manny, because, like you said, yeah, Manny is... How can you not? Yeah. Um, Tony Gwynn's on my list. Because I I think in past pods we've omitted Tony Gwynn as like on our b- best all time team and I I'm ashamed of that so Tony Gwynn's on this, um, yeah which which you know I don't know why we keep doing that because we both know that home runs aren't everything. right but yeah we're just blinded by it you know chicks dig the long ball bro yeah but other of us are chicks yeah well well obviously something's wrong here. I really just like. <laughs> okay, uh, let me see. That's three. Larry Walker is on that list because Larry Walker in his prime was just so consistent, dude. So so consistent. Love watching Larry Walker and uh, Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas will be on my list Ooh, too. Love the love the big. Yeah, guy. yeah. You know, so consistent with with a pretty awkward swing, but but it was it was a lot of fun and, and the face of you know that franchise for so long. The bigger has to be on this list. Yeah. The only other guy I could think of that's an honorable mention that I don't think you and I have ever mentioned in our lifetime of players, Juan Gunn. Juan Gonzalez. Phenomenal for the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, great hitter. Yeah, Juan Gonzalez, when when, when the Rangers in the 90s, him, Palmero, Pudge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That brings back some memories. That's very good. 
I like that. And that team must have had a great pharmacist. Yo, boy, you're telling me, man. All those names now are kind of iffy, but boy, they, yeah, the, they mean, were fun to watch, man. Different levels of tainted amongst the sanctimonious. Yeah, they, well, there you go. I, I I don't care. Neither one of us do, I think. I think that's been established yeah. on these podcasts. I think we've been very clear. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. All right, so pitchers. Uh, okay, I'll go first. Um, Pedro, just because I love Pedro. Um, I'm going to put Kershaw on the list uh, because during this run that he's having now, Kershaw's probably been one of the most dominant pitchers I've seen in a long time. I'm going to put David Wells on the list just because I love David Wells. How can you not yeah. have David Wells? Um, let me see. Uh, I'm going to put Mo on the list, Mariano. And I'll put Trevor Hoffman on the list. That's it. Two closers. Two. Yeah, I wow. got. I know you weren't going to do it. You're not going to do it. No, I'm not putting. A yeah, I know. I know because you have this starter bias. I don't like it. I'm actually just going to go with five mid relievers. Stop. <laughs> yeah, Stanton, 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 and Stanton. Stanton, Nelson, Paul Ossenmacher. No, I'm just kidding. All right, go ahead, man. Who are your pitchers? Well, Pedro's Pe- Pedro's you not like. How can you pick against him? I think Pedro is arguably the best pitcher who ever lived. Going through numbers, six year prime. It's him and Koufax. I never saw Koufax pitch, so I'm not gonna. I, I can't stand by that, but I just go by my my father's opinion of Koufax, despite the fact that my dad was a giant and then Met fan. Hey, that's saying a lot. Being a giant and a Met fan. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Pedro, I agree with you on Kershaw. Yes. That's two Dodgers. Now, two Dodgers. Yeah. Now I wanted to avoid Clemens. And I did yes. in favor of the big unit. Oh, great shout. Great shout. I love Randy. Randy, don't be mad at me for excluding you. I love you. Yeah. Now, the, the other one of the other guys I picked is just someone that, like, everything he's done in his post-baseball career disgusts me so much that it pains me to bring him into this. But just how good uh, – first off, he's got the best control of any power pitcher I've ever seen. And he's one of the best big game pitchers I've ever seen. I just fucking utterly detest him. It's Kurt Schilling. Oh, I don't even want to talk about. He's like, he's like the scum of the earth. He's the earth to me. I, I can't. St- I cannot stand him. Yeah, no, no. But but dude could pitch. Yeah, he could pitch and whatever. But his opinions are bullshit, and he opens his mouth too much, and he just seems like an asshole. And I just can't stand Kurt Schilling. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, this this opinion here is a purely baseball opinion. It has nothing to do with him. After the fact, why'd you gotta get me all riled up, man? Uh, I'm sorry. And then the last guy is a guy who I don't think gets enough attention just because of where he pitches and how bad the team he pitches for is. King Felix. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. And he's done it for quite some time. At a young, when he was really young, he's, he's done it consistently in a bad team. So, yeah, Felix is a good shout, man. Can't argue with that. Yeah. No, he's, he's phenomenal. It just pitches for such a crap team. And it's just, you know, Seattle is the, the black hole of sports markets in the, Ameri- in the United States. It's so far from everything. Yeah, but I do miss the Sonics, though. No, I love I love the Sonics. Yeah, I miss that. I miss that. That was a great basketball town, and you know, that, that, you ever been to Seattle? Yeah, I've been a few times. I love. Seattle. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I, I love the Pacific Northwest in general. I think it's uh, one. Of the, I think it's the, like the prettiest part of the country. I just. Uh, it sucks for sports. It's just so far from yeah, it's so far from everything. Yeah, I could see that, man, for sure. You know what? You know what it doesn't suck for is MLS. Yeah, the Pacific Northwest loves them some footy. That's for sure. Yeah, great for that. Not too much. <laughs> yeah, for Sports sure, man. Well, you got anything else for me, man? 
No, no. Just, uh, you know, next week we got the uh, the AL West, which I, I think is, uh, you know, the re- it, it, the Central has some good teams. The West is it's uh, it's a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I, I, I take some joy in seeing the Angels be garbage. So it's OK. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that you get some joy in them being garbage. I have no opinion on them either way because they're so far from me. They're fans. Uh, I hope none of our seven listeners are Angel fans, but their fans are kind of. That's ah, all right. You can offend them. I'm pretty sure in the last on today's less filtered episode, we've offended a few. people. Yeah. Yeah. Their fans are kind of shit. Like you go to the game and like it's a social event. Everybody's on their phone. No one's watching the game. It's It's kind of sad. Yeah, I'm thinking about actually maybe trying to keep score of games I go to this year, but God, I also you're sometimes, so old, uh, dude. Uh, you know what the problem with it's going to be, though? I like drinking during games that I go to sometimes, and the two things of like meticulous record keeping and alcohol don't necessarily. Mix. Oh no, do it now! I want you to do it, and then send me the photo of your book at the end of every at the end of every game you go to, just so I could see the sloppy gibberish at the end. There just might be a few questions. That's marks. fine. I'm good with that. All right. All right, my bad. Well, that's 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 all from us for this week. Enjoy your week, everyone, and we'll be back at you next week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.